guys. Hello and welcome to Journey With Me, the podcast where the journey is greater than the destination. I am your host, Holly Harris. And today I kind of wanted to just quickly share uh, something with you, giving you some tips that you can take into your day. Um, As I stated on the last podcast, I am a worship leader. And uh, part of my job is to help people to connect with with God. And in order for me to do that, I myself must first have a connection (laughs) and also uh, have a level of intimacy with him so that I can also uh, help carry others into a place of intimacy with him. And so I just wanted to to drop off some tips on how you can improve your intimacy with God. They're very practical and very simple and very uh, applicable. Um, and so I just wanted to start off by saying, even if you, uh, don't necessarily know who God is or have a relationship with him, even if you don't believe in God, you must agree that we all have an innate desire to, uh, connect to something higher than ourselves, uh, whether that expression is through, uh, trying to, get to know uh, more of who God is or whether it's expressed through other means of trying to achieve that level of euphoria, you can rest assured that we all express that desire in some shape, form or fashion, Uh, whether it is in our attempts to uh, connect with God or to connect with something else. Uh, You best believe that we are all in pursuit of that. And so, again, I just wanted to share some tips on how uh, you can, you know, increase your intimacy uh, with God. And so I don't uh, claim to be an expert. I am still learning. God is one of those things to where there is no beginning and there's no ending. It's an endless whale, uh, if you will, of knowledge and, and information. So I will forever be learning about God and how to pursue him. Uh, but these are some up until this point in my life, I've learned a few things and I just kind of want to pass them on. So first of all, I would say communication is a way to increase your intimacy with God. It sounds simple, doesn't it? But, uh, some of us, you know, can, can kind of walk around with a, um, a sense that, you know, uh, our experience with God falls all uh, totally in God's lap and that we don't have any responsibility. But in order to establish um, intimacy, even in an earthly relationship, you must first communicate with that person. And uh, sometimes we you know, kind of expect our relationship with God to happen by osmosis. But, you know, it's it's the same uh, notion that we must first communicate in order to be able to uh, establish that connection with him. Secondly, I would um, submit to you to find a quiet place. Um, I know I'm in a point in my life right now that I'm going through a transition. So I'm living with family members. So I have a uh, limited amounts of um, um, opportunities where the house is completely quiet. And so, uh, but I still within that token um, must be able to uh, find a quiet space, even if it means getting in my car, taking a drive. So I would submit to you that finding a quiet place uh, will help, um, you know, get you into a place to where you can focus completely on God and be able to establish that intimacy uh, with him. Number three, be present. 
A lot of times we approach God's presence and we're anything but present. We're thinking about uh, what's going on tomorrow, you know, what we got to cook for dinner, you know, this, that or the third. And we're not fully present in the moment. And so when I talk about present, that's what I mean, being present if you're in that moment, that your focus is completely on God uh, in that moment of being present and being able to uh, establish that intimacy. So you have to be present. Number four, you have to be yourself. Um, a lot of times we think that you know, we have to be like someone else or we have to come with these big expressive words or this enormous uh, vocabulary or uh, just all of this crazy stuff. But God, he doesn't need all of that. He's a he's a, a simple God. He's you know, he's um, well, not a simple God. But when it comes to uh, his relationship with us, he want, he values simplicity in that he wants you to come completely as who you are, not with a bunch of the thou and thuses and, oh, you know, this, that, and the third and thinking that that somehow is going to gain you access that to his presence. Being yourself is one of the most important things when you're able, because how do you establish intimacy, you know, with someone if you're not really showing up as yourself? You got to first show up as you before you can really uh, dive into being intimate with um, someone else, intimate with uh, the father. And so be yourself. Number five, be honest. And this kind of falls in line a little bit with the be yourself, but be honest, you know, come to God exactly how you're feeling in that moment, exactly where you are in that moment and bring all of that into his presence. Don't try to hide it because he already knows it exists. So divulging that, you know, saying I'm tired, I'm angry, I'm frustrated, you know, or I did this and I wasn't supposed to do it. You know, I don't even feel worthy to even be in your presence at this moment, but here I am. That's what I'm talking about when I'm saying being, being honest and being vulnerable, vulnerable enough to say, Hey, you know, this is me. This is all of me. You know, and that's the only way you can truly establish intimacy. Even when you're looking at the, um, at an earthly relationship is that you are being a vulnerable and honest with the person that you're in relationship with. And so it's the same with God, you know, it's the same with him. Uh, we don't have to wear this shell. We don't have to come as a perfect, you know, individual. We can come to him just in the space that we're in and he prefers it that way. Number six, Address the elephant in the room. And what I mean by that is be willing to deal with sin and unforgiveness. You know, um, like, again, that kind of goes back to the being vulnerable piece, you know, understanding that God already knows anyway, but revealing that to him and, you know, coming to him with a broken spirit and um, letting him know, hey, this is what I did, I did it. And so I'm here, you know, asking for forgiveness. And even in those moments, uh, when you haven't forgiven others, you know, being willing to say, Hey, this person hurt me. Um, and it has put me in a very crazy space. I don't know how to move past this. 
how do I help me get to a place to where I can forgive this person? You know, and in the midst of that, in the midst of asking, he will answer. So um, definitely addressing the elephants in the room, unforgiveness, sin, address those. Don't be afraid to. He already knows it, but you need to speak it out of your mouth sometimes in order to be free enough to proceed um, further uh, into uh, intimacy and time spent with him. Number seven, make it about him. You know, nobody wants to be in a relationship where it's all about you. <laughs> you know, even on the earthly level, God doesn't want it either. He wants, you know, you know, for you to make it about him, you know, um, and, you know, and in your worship, you're able to do that where you come to him, acknowledging him, adoring him, praising him, worshiping him, and then, you know, come in making your requests made known unto him. But, um, it's important to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. That's meaning who you're thanking is him, who you're praising is him. And so being willing to put whatever you need on the back burner in order to pour out um, into him some is definitely um, what is good. What is, you know, first and foremost is, you know, um, you know, worshiping him first and then, you know, as you have your request, you can um, begin to make those uh, known unto him. But he's just like, you know, or an earthly relationship. He doesn't want to, you know, just sit and, you know, hear all about you. He wants to for you to acknowledge, you know, who he is. And then, you know, kind of sharing in that relationship, you know, and um, you'll be surprised that as you begin to bless him, he'll begin to speak to you the answers to those situations, even before you express them. So definitely make it about him. Number eight, break free from legalism. And what I mean by that is that, you know, some of us think we have to spend five hours praying, you know, six hours worshiping, you know, uh, we got to fast every day of the week for nine hours a day. You know, that's what I mean by legalism is, is the man-made rules that we make up that, uh, basically state that, Hey, you know, you're not having a successful relationship with the Lord unless you're spending at least this amount of time with him a day or now don't get me wrong. I definitely believe that, you know, that you should make every effort to, you know, spend time with him. But what I'm saying is that it does not have to be a time limit on it. It doesn't have to be, you know, um, if I don't do it for this amount of time a day, then God doesn't hear me. That's what I mean by legalism, breaking free from that, that there is no formula. There's no time, you know, to this thing. The the tips that I'm giving you is not a formula. It's just tips to help you uh, maximize your intimacy with him. However, you know, there are rules that we create as man that, you know, kind of handcuff us um, instead of. Uh, us being able to freely express ourselves in his presence. And that's what I'm meaning by breaking free from legalism, the time limits, the formulas, all of this that man says makes for a successful relationship with God. Um, Spend time in his presence. And when you feel things lift, you know, then, you know, okay, it's time for me to move on with, you know, my day or whatever. So 
But at the at the end of the day, you can spend as much time with God as you want and need to, you know, and and also going into the formulas, you know, uh, uh, praying on your knees. There's nothing wrong with praying on your knees, but it's not a necessity, you know, um, praying in Indian style. You know, that's, you know, the things that are not of necessity. And that's what I'm talking about when I talk about legalism, like and using certain languages and phrases, kind of going back to the be yourself piece uh, that you feel like you have to be eloquent and all of this kind of stuff in order to be able to connect with him. That is uh, far from the truth. So break free from legalism. Number nine, be as consistent as possible. Um, I know uh, we as human beings, we have very busy lives, but consistency is important when it comes to establishing intimacy, because even when you're in an earthly relationship, you, um, you know, you don't want somebody to call you, say they call you at the beginning of the week and then you don't hear from them again, but they never, they don't call you back until Sunday. You would be like, what in the world happened? Where were you between Monday and Sunday that you couldn't even text me and say, or even acknowledge that you received my phone call? It's the same thing when it comes to God. You know, we can't expect to, you know, spend time with him on Sunday at church. And then he don't hear from us again until the next Sunday. He like, where you been, you know, and expect for us and expect to be able to maintain a level of intimacy with him. It's almost like, you know, starting over, uh, when you have so many time lapses between the time you have spent time with him to the time that you spend time with him again, you know, whenever there's that time lapse, then you're going to go back into a space to where you may feel awkward again, you know, getting into his presence. Um, because when you first start, you know, establishing intimacy with God or, or getting his to, into his presence and talking to him, it can feel awkward in the beginning, especially if you're not, used to it, you know, you can feel like I'm, you're talking to yourself or does he really hear me or hear what I'm saying? Like, you know, and so whenever you have those lapses of time in between, it can, it can feel almost like you're starting over because, you know, it's been so much time between the time you first, um, spent time with him and then you're spending time with him again. And so that's why, you know, consistency is important because you kind of, and then also you build, you know, the more time you spend with God, the more you build, um, history with him, the more you build, you know, your relationship with him. And so it is, uh, it's important to be as consistent as possible. Um, and going back to that breaking free from illegalism, and feeling like we're pressed for time and having to go here and having to go there. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with spending time with God as you're driving to work, as you're, you know, but I feel like you definitely should try to spend uh, uninterrupted time with him. Um if you're able to, some, some people just don't have the luxury of having a quiet space, um, to get to. So if your quiet space is the car, when you're driving to work, then make that be it. And you can definitely maximize that time, you know, as you're driving to work or as you're driving home or, you know, however, you know, because your relationship with God should be fluid. It should be mobile. It should be, you know, uh, 
you know, you could pray anywhere, it, you know, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be in your home. It doesn't, you know, you can go for a walk and, you know, that be your time with the Lord. It, it's so fluid. And so we should definitely not get stuck in, in legalism thinking that, okay, I can only do it this way at this time using this formula and that equals success. No. <laughs> so uh, definitely, I guess that would be another tip to make your uh, relationship with the Lord fluid. You know, people like to use that word fluid in other ways today, but (laughs) uh, my way of using that is to just be free and to flow, you know, with him, even in your day, you know, you can uh, recognize um, who God is and adore just his creation and begin to think and to meditate on him. Even as you're looking out your window, even as you're, um, you know, driving or just what, Whatever you're doing, grocery store, wherever you go, there are definitely opportunities where you can give thanks, you know, um, especially with everything that's going on in this economy. If you in a grocery store and you can buy your groceries, that's something to give them thanks for. You can thank them while you, uh, <laughs> you know, pushing that uh, sharpen, shopping cart because some people are not um, fortunate enough to be in that position right now. So definitely make your relationship uh, with him consistent and fluid. Be free, be free, be free. And then number 10, I would say um, another way, uh, this is one way that people don't like to do it, but another way to definitely increase your intimacy with God is to fast, Um, you know, in the midst of as you're praying, you know, establishing a lifestyle of fasting, not just, you know, whenever the church is doing it or but establishing a lifestyle of fasting for yourself, you know, whether it's once a week, whether it's a few hours a day, you know, you kind of start wherever you're able and kind of build on that. So definitely I would encourage you to, you know, uh, dig more deeper into some of the points that I have uh, given to you. And, um, you know, oh, th- yeah, another uh, way I don't even have it on um, <laughs> uh, my um, I had the communication, which is basically, you know, prayer. Uh, but, you know, prayer is communication and um, communication can be just the way I'm speaking to you right now is how you can speak to God. It does not have to be, you know, theatrical. Um, But then going back to the fasting piece, definitely um, that being a way that you can increase your intimacy with God. And finally, tip number 11 is to spend time in God's word. Uh, Literally in Genesis, it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And so literally God's word is who he is. When we read his word, we get a sense of who he is, his attributes, um, the description of who he is just by reading his word and finding out the ways of God. We spend time with him and we learn about who he is. So that is tip number 11, which is definitely an important tip as well uh, to increase intimacy. And that is literally just to spend time in his word, because the more you find out who God is through his word, the more you'll find out who he's not. And the more you will begin to become one and in communion with who he is as you learn about him through his word. So that would be my final tip for you today. Of course, this is not an exhausted 
I don't even know if I'm um, saying the right word, exhaustive list. Um, but uh, it's just a few tips um, kind of highlighting ways that you can increase your intimacy with God. So I hope that that helped someone, you know, um, was a blessing to somebody um, and helps you through your day and helps you uh, even as you establish um, a deeper relationship with God again. I don't claim to be the expert. I don't always get it right. You know, there are moments when, you know, I've spent time with the Lord and, um, you know, and then some time goes by and I'm like, okay, I got to get back on back in there, you know, um, on my consistency and, um, spending time and making time, uh, for him because he makes time for me when he wakes me up every morning. So I hope again, like I said, I hope that was a blessing to you and that you can use something of what I said uh, in your daily life and walk with the Lord. Or even again, like I said in the beginning, even if you don't know uh, who God is, hopefully uh, these tips will help you get, get that started you know? So, all right. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me, for listening to me. And um, again, I hope this is a blessing to you and that you'll be able to take it with you um, on your journey. All right. Well, I hope you guys have an amazing day. I love you. God bless you until next time. Bye.